0: Hi, I'm Ian, co-founder at Dig Insights and president of Dig's Innovation Insights platform, Upside. Welcome to Dig In. Dig In is the place to stay up to date on what's happening in the world of innovation, research, and technology, to find inspiration from today's business and innovation leaders, and to properly dig into hot topics that matter for consumer brands right now. And when applicable, we'll bring our own research to that conversation. Today I'm talking to Zoltan Lorenfi. Zoltan is chief marketing officer at Talent World Group, a native cloud global contact center services company with a professional home-based work culture. So right from the very beginning, Talent World Group has had 100% work-from-home workforce, which is exactly why he's the expert to talk to about all things work-from-home. In addition to that, Zoltan has spent the past eight-plus years growing revenues, managing marketing operations, and implementing business strategies for startups – SMB, and enterprise-level companies, and I went to university with Zoltan, so you know it's nice to see somebody uh, do so well. Uh, Zoltan, thanks so much for joining me today.
1: Great to be with you, Ian.
0: Can you tell us a little bit more about Talent World Group? Because what I find interesting is that it's always been a work-from-home culture, even before the pandemic.
1: Absolutely. So Talent World Group is what's called a native cloud contact center services company, and we're in the BPO space. And so all of our agents, in fact, everyone across the globe working in the organization works from home. There is no physical office. And that's always been at the very forefront of the company since the beginning. So we work with very large enterprise level companies and we build out uh, cloud contact center services for them. Um, Many of our clients are in the e-commerce, health tech space, uh, any company truly that is looking for front end customer level support.
0: And it's always been work from home. And obviously, um, you know, with the impact of the pandemic on basically forcing most companies into either a hybrid model or for a very long time, completely work from home. Are there any lessons that you can bring from a company that's always been work from home to to helping companies manage this new sort of hybrid model?
1: Yes, there's a, um, you know, and it's very interesting what's happened with the pandemic because Work, work from home, and maybe I'll start a little bit from work from home it itself. And I'm sure you're, you've been seeing so much about work from home; it's almost overdone. You know, everyone has an opinion on it, and rightly so. And it and it really depends where you're coming from with this topic. So, companies that have issued or started a business from with a work from home environment from the very beginning are on a different path than those companies that are playing a little bit of catch up and then sending their people home. Um, what it does is, and, and what the current pandemic has shown is that work from home is such a big umbrella. This is why the topic keeps on popping up because uh, it's so complicated. So when the pandemic hit, what companies found were a few different interesting things. It uncovered a bunch of very, um, enlightening topics for them. Some of it might be in terms of technology. Maybe their digital transformation was not at the right place. Some of it may have uncovered uh, the actual roles in those uh, in those companies. Some of it uncovered the management practices. You know, how do we track work? How do we track workers? Uh, some of it may have uncovered, um, you know, what are the benefits and um, now we're starting to change the conversation a, a little bit that way. But there are all these absolutely very interesting topics that it uncovered for companies. So, if there's a bit of, you know, from our particular learning, you know, we uh, set out to build a global contact center services company with a work from home culture from the very beginning. It's a very audacious and um, uh, very forward thinking type of in- endeavor. And so, you know, our minimal viable product, you know, we already tested that out and it's been hugely successful. So we're a profitable company only after two, only after two years. When you dig down deeper into why you find out that the work from home um, culture itself, and I keep on going back to that term culture, has an overabundance of benefits both internally for the company, but also externally in terms of the services that we provide. Um, and I, I can get into some of those things afterwards. But if if you're a company that is looking to uh, either, you know, send certain people um, that have been working in the office from home individually or in teams, or if you're looking for an entire, you know, to, to completely rework your company and have it a work from home culture, those all of those things mean very, very different things. But you need to take into account the technologies that, make it work, the processes that make it hum, the managerial leadership uh, that's incumbent for all of that to function, and of course, um, there has to be that level of communication and support that you give your people. So it's not just one thing that makes work from home successful that we can say to a company, hey, do this, do that, and uh, the other, and not every company will be able to do it in, in, in that same way. But those, especially in the knowledge e- economy are now starting to find that, oh, wow. Not, not only does work from home uh, is successful and it's productive, um, but it's beneficial to the uh, growth of the company as we have found out.
0: So as you said, work from home is a big umbrella. So there's, you know, there's, and we use a lot of these terms interchangeably, work from home, remote, virtual work environments, Um, You know, in your opinion, what are the differences between those, you know, and, and, you know, particularly based on your experience with each of those different models?
1: Yeah, sure. So work from home and I work from home now, too, um, and I've been working from home for quite a number of years. Um, Working from home, you definitely it it is definitely an adjustment to make your office, your home office um, as productive as possible for yourself and for know the uh, benefit of the company so that is an adjustment that each worker has to make but they are not alone in making their work from home successful even more important and this is what we're starting to find out is how leadership is is supporting and arming those people with the with the uh, tools that they need right so um you know you We've all seen, you know, uh, things uh, work of uh, work from home go bad, right? So I mean, there's this uh, there's this funny uh, video of a BBC reporter, you know, where you know where his uh, daughter comes in and she's just kind of strolling in and he's giving a live interview and uh, yeah, um, those those kinds of things happen, but those kinds of things are also part and parcel more reflective of a company that is reactionary versus a company that is strategic. So a strategic work from home culture means that workers have the time to adjust their workspace appropriately. And it also means that leaders are giving them the tools that they need to do that. Um, Yes, work from home is not for everyone. And I'm not saying that every company should should do it. Uh, In terms of working remotely, that means going to a coffee shop, going to a different place. Maybe you'd like to work on the beach. Um, There are There is work that you can do that way. There is other work where you must be home in particular because you need fiber optic cable, you know, for the most, uh, for the best type of uh, communications, especially if you have people that are working with clients. And so um, there are differences between all of them, uh, but it, it is very much incumbent back to the company and leadership to make sure that they are creating that right in environment for all those things to
0: flourish. So why I was really excited to talk to you was because, you know, like a lot of other companies, we were forced into this either hybrid or fully work from home scenario really quickly overnight. And my feeling was, it was going okay. It was going pretty well. We tried lots of things. We tried virtual yoga. I didn't do virtual yoga. Uh, We tried a bunch of things, but then uh, lately I've kind of felt like it's hard to maintain culture and culture has been such an important part of our success. So how did you build a company? How did you build a culture when you never really started in a centralized location?
1: It's a wonderful, That's a wonderful topic and you hit it right on the head. The culture is that X factor and much like yourselves, I think many companies, um, where this happened very sudden, they've been scrambling, um, to figure that out. So I think historically speaking, you know, people get, um, people can work from home, maybe a few days a week maybe entire teams are virtual maybe there are so many things that now we can outsource out right so that's always been there true and there have been some companies that are virtual but what we find is the glue that that keeps us together is culture and much the same that you guys were doing things around the cooler you were having conversations or you were you know having meetings or or a- anything that you would do in person what we are trying to do is recreate those experiences virtually and that is a combination of technologies and process and management and leadership guiding and supporting our people to do that but it also involves buy-in right so everyone's got to buy into this um, in, in into this world so you say culture I say culture if, if you would like to build out an or- organization that's completely in the cloud, you're building a, more than just a culture now, you're building a community, you're, you're building an ecosystem. Um, and to do that, of course, trust is another word that, that keeps on popping up because we cannot do what we do without trust. It's impossible. And so myself, I have not met 90 to 95% of this company, but I work with them on a daily basis and so we've gotten to know each other quite intimately over the cloud as a virtual organization. And so every company will have their own mix on how to do this and I'm not here to say one way or the other, this is what you should do or this is what you shouldn't or or do this or that. What I am trying to say is that it's not just one thing and to build that culture that you're talking about and you're absolutely correct, you need all of these things in place. You need the technologies, you need the process you need management, you need guidance, you need support, and that all has to be built into a uh, framework that you build for a uh, community and an ecosystem for success.
0: Excellent. So, I mean, in, in addition to obviously just accelerating the fact that companies need to adopt work-from-home policies, how do you feel that the pandemic has shaped work-from-home overall?
1: I think, uh, I think it's really, I think it's fascinating in that the conversation has just blown up into all these different things because it's work from home seems to be the catalyst for all of these things that you uncover within a company. So in order to have work from home, you need the technology to be right. But if the, if the technology is not right, then there's an issue there. There's also questions of business continuity. So many companies will instill a business continuity plan in case of a disaster, right? And this is one of those things that happen. That may very well be the case, um, But it uncovers you know, the very structure of work, it uncovers also management and how we track our workers, and it also un- uh, uncovers where people are the most productive. Because at the end of the day and I'm maybe going off in a bit of a, a uh, tangent here but the office you know, the office is a very old, hist- very ancient uh, you know, endeavor. And so it has traces back to ancient Rome since the industrial revolution. This is where you started to get, you know, the idea of the modern day office in various points. It almost looked like it a bit of an assembly line. And then, you know, today or as of late in the last 10 or 15 years, you know, we've been opening up offices to have a more of an open space type of culture. And so we've always been, the office itself hasn't been stagnant. You know, it's all, it's been evolving. It's been expanding. We've been trying these new things all for the purposes of how do we make our people the most productive possible? That's it, right? That's been, That's the real premise behind it. So what the pandemic has shown is an interesting spotlight into work from home culture. Right now, we're still in the, how do we make it work, right? Now we're moving a little bit into, wait a minute, this does work. This does work. It works almost as well as what we had before and it's, and it's productive. The next stage of it and this is where we're going into is wow this might be even more advantageous than the office environment and there's a whole bunch of reasons for that and i'm not to say that you know i'm not here to say that every company will experience that but we certainly do have companies that do and we are one of those companies that are uh if i may say reaping the benefits of a work from home culture
0: so i mean i think that's interesting so what in, in what ways do you think that work from home can contribute to the success of an organization?
1: This is where the discourse is so varied. It's very fascinating, right? Because you're, you, know, you're, you are on LinkedIn, I'm on LinkedIn, we're all on social media in some way, and you see the chatter, right? So the chatter is always, you, you have very big proponents of work from home culture and opponents of work from home culture. Everyone has a viewpoint and all, all of it is valid. Um, it really depends on where they're coming from, of course. And so what we found is in our, in our situation and, what's, and what many companies that are doing this correctly are finding is that workers that are from home um, are more adjusted in, in terms of what they like to do and we find them more productive. And there are many reasons for that. So those that enjoy working from home and even working remotely, feel that they have more power over their own scheduling and so what the research has shown interestingly enough is that people that work from home take it more upon themselves um, to engage in more learning and development more personal learning and development they also find the time to concentrate on you know very important tasks and so There are those tasks where you need to be surrounded by people and you're scrumming and you're doing this and you're doing that. Right. And then there are certain projects where you need, uh, you need space, you need some time, you need some quiet. And so we find people also become more creative. There are certain instances where they may not in a, in a physical setting, they may not say, Hey, I want to give you my idea. Maybe because their personality trait is not that way, maybe out of fear of not being accepted with their, you know, with their, um, uh, with their idea. So what we find is the work from home culture builds an interesting set of confidence for them to, to um, say their ideas, even in a online call, which is fascinating. And so with our business at TWG, it's not even just the internal it's the external. Our agents all work from home, and they deliver customer service support. Our retention levels are incredible. So a big problem in the contact center space is attrition. can't find, you, know, you can't keep these, you know, you can't keep people. The reasons for that is because his, historically speaking, you enter a contact center. It's never a long-term role. It's always this kind of stepping stone that, you know, I'm, I, I'll just use this, and then I'll, and then I'll veer off, and I'll find something else. And what we find is we are able to source very dedicated talents because they enjoy this, uh, this uh, work from home, higher educated, more experience, and borders matter no longer. And so if we need contact center support in, um, in German and our client says, you know what, we need German, but we need – Bavarian, German, we need German from Berlin. We need even some Austrian accents. We're not sourcing people. um, We're not sourcing people with that language facility. We are sourcing Germans living in those countries because they already live there. And so they're able to deliver the dialect, The accent, the language, all the idiosyncrasies of those of those particular languages. So the benefits that we found that we found, and this is where I think the work from home uh, conversation is going is more on the benefits side. Companies are starting to figure that out. But we're still, I think, mostly in the, it doesn't work I, either because people don't have personal experience with it. There are psychological repercussions of being isolated and all, all, all of that might be very, very true. However, when done correctly, When done correctly, a virtual environment can also be very empowering. Also, there's a whole host of research of, you know, people that go to physical offices who are not happy. And so, you know, it's such a complicated issue. And this is why it keeps on popping up, Ian, but, you know, always happy to talk about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, we're not going to have time to talk about it today, so I'm definitely going to have you back because I think you point out a really good point, which is that it – this a work from home also means that you can build remote teams in different geographies in a much more scalable way. Yeah. And I th- think a, a lot of us are beginning to realize that opportunity, but the next big challenge for us is how to effectively build remote teams as remote from the get-go. So I'm not going to let you answer that yet. Cause I want to, I want to hear, I want to have a much more in-depth conversation about that, but I'm hoping you'll come back and talk that's to me about that topic. Cause that's, Fantastic. So, um, if people want to reach out to you and, and learn more, Zoltan, how should they do that? Uh,
1: they can contact me on LinkedIn, um, Zoltan Luranfi. Uh I'm. I'm also. I can be contacted through TWG's website, um, and my information. I'm sure will will uh, be there. Uh, I'm always happy to have these conversations. And of course, yes, you know, remote teams. I- 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 Ian is another very very specific topic too. You know, how do you build out these remote teams, how do you manage them? Um, you know, and these are what I feel are really the the uh, teams of the of the, uh, of the uh, uh, future. But um, a- everyone will have their own journey with work from home. There's not one way to do it right. Um, but um, what I'm here to say is that yes, it can be successful. No, it doesn't have to be isolating. But uh, you know, that really depends on. That also depends on the leadership to uh, make that culture fly.
0: Thanks so much for your time today, Zoltan. When this when this pandemic's over, I hope, hope we can get a drink together.
1: Absolutely. We're way overdue, Ian. Thank
0: you very much. Okay. Speak to you soon. Bye. Take care. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Dig In. If you want more information about Dig Insights or Upside, please check us out on LinkedIn or at our websites at diginsights.com or upside.com. If you have any ideas for future episodes or would like to be a guest, please feel free to direct message me through the LinkedIn app.